0: I'll hang up and listen. We're not going to talk about stats. We're not going to talk about analytics. And we're sure as shit not talking about a Vegas Golden Knights Jack Eichel return to Buffalo win. You know what we are going to talk about, guys? You know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about Craig Anderson getting his 300th victory. Um, we're going to talk about Alex Tuck with the possibly the most beautiful open net goal I've ever seen on one of the worst angles I've ever seen where it's about Peyton Krebs getting on the board, winning the trade right now. We won the trade right now. I mean, maybe not, you know, going forward, but right now we've won this trade because this team looks night and day different from what they were last year. And this isn't a knock against Jack. Eichel; it really isn't. Anybody who knows me, who's followed me, who knows, like knows how I feel at the situation. Uh, Knows that I'm, uh, you know, I'm indifferent about the whole Jack Eichel situation. You know, I, you know, I'm under under the firm belief that you know, no governing body should tell a person what they should or shouldn't do with their body, especially when it comes to knocking surgery like that. Hundred percent, he is within his right to feel the way he felt, and um, you know, stick to his guns. But all that aside, all that aside, however you felt about Jack Eichel. That was really put to the test tonight, and you want know, know what? I expected booze, hundred percent. I think it's really ignorant to think that this, that they wouldn't boo uh, Jack Eichel tonight. But, but um, I will say this: I, I am happy that there were a lot of cheers uh, for him during the tribute video. I am happy that you know there were a lot of signs along the boards. You know there were a couple. Uh, you know, dickish ones, but, you know, you know, say, you know, good luck, Jack, you know, all your endeavors, you know, you know, go you, uh, you know, especially from the younger fans. But again, all that aside, we're not here to kiss Jack Eichel's ass. We are here to talk about a historic win for Craig Anderson. Unbelievable, classy move by the organization to putting that uh, video up on the board. Obviously, they prepared for this. I don't know if they expected it to happen tonight, uh, given the circumstances. Um But, you know, Craig Anderson couldn't have picked a better night to have the game of the year in my eyes than other than Jack Eichel night. Uh, March 10th, 2022, mark it down. Had one of the best games of his career in a uh, 3-1 to uh, victory for the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, I'll say this. I'm going to bring in real quick producer Steve from Two Goalies, One Mike. Steve, buddy, buddy, how about that? How about that? I'll let you go. I'll let you go on your shtick here for a second. As we were supposed we were to be s- at this game tonight. We were supposed to be at this game.
1: We were supposed to be at this game tonight. And my feeling going into it was that going to the Jack Eichel homecoming game was gonna be like getting invited to the wedding of the one who got away. And you watch that person you love stand at the altar with someone new, and it's like, well, that's cool. I'm glad you moved on and found something better. But what about me? But you want to know what happened? She got left at the fucking altar by Peyton Krebs, Victor Golovson, and Alex fucking Tuck.
0: Let's go. We you know, <laughs> I, love I, I love it. Love, I, I love it. I love your enthusiasm, Steve. Um, 100%, man. I, I went live. Um, I went live after they scored 2-1 to one off of Golovson's goal. Losing my mind. My dog looked indifferent. Didn't really know what the hell was <laughs> going on, but uh, you know, I, I was ready to go, man. I was nervous that the you know the Sabers weren't going to be able to get that one in the garage. So I got a little uh, muck here. Uh, get that one in the garage, but you know they pulled it out, and then Alex Tuck poss- possibly scored one of the greatest open net goals I've ever seen in my life on was, like yeah, an almost was, impossible angle for about fifty feet
1: out. Yeah, he was basically on the goal line there that that's uh that's not an easy shot to make even when the net is uh completely empty but good lord Whew! that that is the definition of vindication like you know again like he i get why he wants out and I'm glad he got out I'm glad he's with a team that he likes you know whatever but it was also clear that you know even before the next thing he didn't want to be here anymore so you know Mutual breakup, I guess. But, you know, again, our organization definitely could have been less, uh, you know, shitty about it.
0: Yeah, I uh, I just, you know, coming into tonight, too, I, I had possibly Craig, you know, getting win 300 tonight. And like I said, a couple clicks to him for sure. Uh, good for Craig really. Anderson. Uh, a huge milestone. He said it in his post-game interview. He was never really sure if – uh um, this night was actually ever going to come and, uh, you know, good for him. Uh, you know, because you know, that COVID shortened season, he's already 39 at the time and, you know, he gonna be 41 in, I think they said may, um, you know, this could be his last year and to get number 300 for him, you know, awesome. Good for him. Uh, so happy for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's tough to be upset with that. I mean, Especially when you consider that his uh, last nine wins to reach that milestone were here with us. I believe that was win number nine with the Sabres. Like, I'm guessing he had like two or three wins when he was with the Capitals for a coffee. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, You know, the naysayers would tell you that getting a win in Buffalo as a goaltender is uh, about as easy as pulling your own teeth out. Uh, but, you know, Craig Anderson, one of the more consistent goaltenders that we've had of the, you know, what nine that we've had this year yeah. uh yeah uh you know Dell Dell's got to tell Tukarski likes to swim UPL just cannot catch a fucking break with his injuries same with Subban. uh Michael Hauser was good for what is like two or three starts because I I guess uh yeah it's it's been a fucking carousel but you know uh, thank you Craig you know Yet, again like he's just such a seasoned pro that like even though the dude is 40 years old and all it would take is uh, just one little pile up in the crease to just put him out of the game forever like he knows where he needs to be so it it's second nature to the guy just cuz he's been doing it for you know longer than some of our prospects have been alive and it's incredible you know i i i feel more comfortable when craig's in there and uh, you know, I, I, I saw. Little, not. Yeah, I mean, I saw a little flack when that, uh, you know, that quote-unquote floater went in. But he was screened pretty damn good, and the only reason it went in is because uh, Dylan Cousins wanted to keep his teeth, and uh, I want to say it was Haig in front also that wanted to keep his teeth. I don't know who the uh, Golden Knight that was that ducked at the very last second, but you know, I mean, when Craig can't really track the puck and. The only time you see it is for the half second that somebody ducks to keep from getting beamed. You know, I I, I don't know if I it was floating, but I'm not sure if I'd call that a floater. It was uh it was definitely a very luckily placed, you know, perfectly perfect top shelf shot from very far away. But I I, I don't know if Craig had eyes on it, so I I, I can't really even get mad at that one to be completely honest. No,
0: I mean, like he was definitely through a screen and I mean, like I said, the puck puck had eyes that puck had eyes, uh, made its way into the back of the net, uh, really made things interesting. You saw Jack Eichel's reaction on the bench because I mean, I'm sure obviously he wants to score a goal in this game, but I think above all, he wanted to win, uh, really, you know, whether or not he, you know, people want to feel like, feel like this. He really wanted to stick it, uh, to this team, you know, you saw the the interview he did with Emily Kaplan, you know, the way he felt things were handled and when they stripped him of the captaincy, which, I mean, if all is true, that was pretty fucked up the way they did it. Um, I always was in agreement that Kevin Adams shouldn't have went in a press conference and announced, hey, we're taking the, the sea off him. Like, you don't, you didn't have to go about it that way. But yeah. regardless, like, you know, it, it could have been handled a lot better from both sides of the fence. But um, yeah, I obviously made things interesting, tying it up one-one. And then the guy we've been waiting to show up for 30 games, um, waiting to see that shot for 30 games, Victor Olsen, possibly the greatest shot of his career uh, from just outside the circle, sends a laser top shelf to take the lead, what ends up being the game-winning goal.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm not sure if uh, Victor Olsen is choosing to give up being defensively minded for Lent and just going to start just throwing clappers to the net. But if that's what he's given up, you know, I, I, I mean, at this point, that's fine. He's established that he could actually play 200 foot hockey, which was like the biggest complaint we've had against him at like at the end of last year, going into this year, is that like literally all he did was throw in clappers and he was mm-hmm. kind of a defensive liability and he's cleaned that part of his game up quite a bit, but at the, at the loss of some of his more offensive, uh, offensive danger. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was that was pretty fucking filthy. That that that
0: puck definitely had eyes. That was a fucking laser. That was that was wild. I'm reading one of the quotes uh, just tweeted up by <laughs> Jesse Granger, uh, guest of my uh, two time guest of uh, two goalies one Mike, uh, writer for the Athletic for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, that's uh, from Michael. That's the loudest I've heard this place ever. It only took seven years and me leaving for them to get into it. Um, with that being said, uh, wow. you know, I think that's him just maybe, I, I don't know. If, is that a shot? I don't know if that's a shot. I think that's maybe, a little but, bit of a
1: shot because
0: I'm, it, it, I'm pretty it sure go,
1: it got pretty loud when he would score goals.
0: Well, But you know what I mean? But, but I mean, like, I think he's just saying, trying to get me, maybe he's just trying to get with the, uh, you know, the whole flow of things like, you know, how you guys booed me, blah, blah. I get it. Like just trying to maybe, maybe saying more of less in a jokey manner. Obviously we have to hear him. Or actually hear the interview and see it, but uh maybe that's just him playing along with the whole the uh maybe the I, I don't know the word the word like, you know, the drama of it all. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'd have to hear it to see if that was an actual legitimate shot or if uh he's just having a laugh, you know, because that's all he can really do right now after losing three to one to his former team.
1: I mean, we've definitely seen you on this uh on this exact uh session after some pretty bad losses and you just start with joker laughing you just laugh for a couple minutes and then you finally start saying what you're gonna say usually those are like big fucking blowouts but uh 3-1 isn't all that bad but uh I, i i think ultimately what this boils down to is that jack wanted some meatballs tonight and uh donnie took them all uh Donnie has all the meatballs and he's giving them to the good boys and girls of Buffalo, New York. And uh, you're mm-hmm. just going to have to settle for whatever food is a delicacy in Vegas, which I'm guessing is just like freshly cleaned ashtrays. Like what do they have in Vegas? Like what do they have food wise? Do they have like a delicacy? Do they have like a thing?
0: I'm not, I'm not sure. Um... Cause I feel <laughs> like it's
1: just, I feel like it's just gambling debt and like secondhand smoke. I feel like that's what's in Vegas. If some, if somebody knows what they have as like a cool local delicacy, let me know. Like, I kind of, I kind of hope they have like a weird take on like a garbage plate or something. It would be
0: awesome. Right. But I guess I'm trying, I'm trying to find the quotes that the, the, oh, the, yeah. the, maybe Carson, I, uh, you know, intern Carson for the show. I just saw him in the comments. If he's still watching along, if he can maybe post uh post where, where he's seen uh, all the rest of the quotes, I'm looking right now for them. Uh looking right now. I'm seeing this one. Um, I'm not sure if this is a joke or not, but they must be booing me because they wish I was still here. Jack Eichel adds that tonight was the loudest he's ever heard it in Buffalo. Um I mean again, is that a joke? I mean I, I, I don't know.
1: Nah um, I, I mean I think it got uh you know to play back on that uh those body language conversations I think it was Pretty visible on the dude's face that he was just visibly upset by just endlessly getting booed all night. Like I feel yeah. like at the end of the game he was like, Okay, okay, yeah. Fuck me, I guess. Yeah, he said that oh, they well, must yeah. be
0: booing me yeah, because they wish I was still here. Again, maybe that's him just playing along with the whole situation. Um, I don't know. Um, because if you watch the videos uh of you know leading into this and his his feelings towards the fans. And, you know, you know, he says he hoped, you know he would hope they would understand uh, the situation and how things ended up the way they did. And, you know, that he's loved Buffalo and he always loved Buffalo and uh, maybe that's just out of frustration. I don't know that, that I, I definitely wasn't expecting uh, that those quotes, whether jokingly or not jokingly, I, I, I don't know how to, t- I don't know how to read that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the uh, the prior comments were made in a, uh interview that he knew he was going to be having in advance in a mm. studio set, you know, a nice studio lighting, good mics, you know, no pressure situation. This is just yeah. fresh off the heels of, a, you know, not only for himself personally as a player, but also for the club he plays for. Yeah. A pretty unpleasant and unsavory loss because, you know, they couldn't even get a loser point out of it. And uh, they are... They're, they're starting to be in trouble in their race to maintain a spot in the playoffs. And uh, they're, you know, road trips are hard on any team, even if you're the Vegas Golden Knights who, uh, you know, just kind of have a revolving door of people on their injured list. One guy comes in, another guy goes out and it's just, uh, you know, I guess it, uh, to that end, I guess it's hard for them to find their chemistry, but I, I, I honestly would uh, take the comments being made now in the heat of the moment, as a little bit more sincere than the ones that you get to make in a uh, more of a a pr interview this is just like this is just the man who just does what he does and failed to win you know that fierce competitor i i, I don't know i feel like i would take these comments a li- with a little bit more sincerity than you know what yeah. he what he says to kind of soften the blow of uh, having left and, and that's not to say that he didn't do good things for the city of Buffalo when he was here. Like that, what, what he's saying is true. But, you know, it's it, it's PR, you know? He's trying to like, you know, soften the image of like, yeah, I left and I wanted to leave well before all this injury drama started uh, because I don't like fucking losing, which I think is fair. No one likes losing. Losing sucks. Uh, but, uh
0: but yeah, right now
1: I I I think we're just getting you know Jack unfiltered.
0: Yeah, we got here, Chris Dirk. I was at the game. Don't know who we are gonna. Don't know how we're gonna top this game. Krebs and Tuck score a goal. Eichel is pointless and useless. Congrats on 300 for Anderson. Let's go Buffalo. Uh, impressive win from Raquing Davis. Uh, impressive win for Buffalo. Thought the Golden Knights was gonna blow up Buffalo tonight. I think a lot of people felt like that, and I wouldn't say Jack was absolutely useless. I thought he played a good game. I mean, he, yeah, he didn't get on the point the point sheet, but I, mean, I didn't think he was useless out there. I think that yeah. in terms of, especially defensively, I know they were pumping his tires a lot during the broadcast, and I don't mean to sound like I am too, but like there were a lot of plays where he hustled to get back into the play and broke up a couple good chances for Buffalo that could have, you know, increased the lead earlier on, rather than it being as close as it was later in the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, he definitely made some uh, high-danger passes to set some of his uh, line mates up for some decent opportunities. Uh, You know, thankfully, none of them buried it. Uh, They definitely could have, but again, you know, uh, Buffalo was just playing a smarter game, you know? Like, I didn't see any of the uh, big defensive blunders that we're wont to see. We didn't see... uh, Granted, they took a lot of, like, bad penalties, like penalties that were pretty fucking soft, but they didn't take any dumb penalties. Yeah. Penalties they took were just, you know, somebody got like I feel like the Oposo slashing call was probably about as light as it could have yeah,
0: been. Yeah, I agree. Um, how do we how do we see the city of Buffalo and Sabres fans, non-Bills fans, that's funny, <laughs> building on this game and rallying around this team for the rest of the season? I mean that's up to say that's up to the Buffalo Sabres. I mean, this can't be just a one-off game. They have to continue to compete like this. You, you, you just can't show up for a game like this because of the circumstances. You have to show up every single game with this compete level. If you show up at this compete level every single game, win or lose this te- the, the fans will come. The fans will come. I will say that about this city. These these fans aren't stupid. They're not they're not dumb. They will they, 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 they will show out for you. If you show, if you're showing them that, you know, how much this means to them, to us and that we'll show up and like, you know, we know we're not dumb. We know hockey, we're smart fans. Um, If you give us that, we'll show up in droves hundred percent.
1: Yeah. And uh, to that end, I think a good way to, uh, you know, bolster some, you know, earned faith in the team going forward is uh, you know, getting good returns on the people that you choose to deal at the trade deadline, not only just picks here and there in the draft, you know, you can only have so many 18 year olds in your system, but you know, maybe those depth players that you get, you don't get people that are looking for a home literally anywhere. You might find somebody who can actually fit into the longevity of what you're trying to build here. Because I mean, the forward core is looking pretty well established. Uh, I mean, you know, with the prospects that are coming up next year, like two spots are almost guaranteed going to be taken by Quinn and Paterka. Uh, you know, we've got Thompson, Cousins, Middlestat, and Krebs, potentially your four centers. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of those guys moves to a wing. I'm not sure yet. There's the Olafson of it all. Do they re-sign him and keep him as a power play specialist? Do they deal him to somebody who are, you know, just looking for that extra third heat in their power, in their second power play unit that's a more established club, get some sort of return for him? Uh, I believe Rasmus Asplund's also up and, uh, you know, not for nothing, but a defensive guy, like, I, I just see him as a younger Gergensens and Gergensens only has one more year left after this. If he comes back from injury, uh, you know, you do need got, you know, they're, they're not the sexiest guys to have on your roster, but you do need a guy who can kill a fucking penalty, block a fucking shot and, you know, do the back checking that needs to get done to keep pucks from going in your net. Uh, you know, you'd like him to play the body a little more, but, uh. Again, that's all to say, like, yeah, win a good win a good game here and there. But there needs to be a clear vision moving forward. Yep. And a very big part of letting us know that, like, you have a clear vision is making smart moves to the deadline and not just moving, like, the one obvious guy that we all see that's probably going to move, like, a guy like Colin Miller. And then, yep. okay, we're done here. Mm-hmm. Nah. You know, boop move you know half this roster is on entry level essentially entry level deals for a single year and that half of people could potentially get dealt even if it's for a late sixth round pick or you know some you know some other depth guy that they don't need but might actually fit into our system i i I don't know but yeah again the, the name of the game for the past decade has been consistency
0: yeah so i have the video clip right here hopefully we can be able to hear this uh from Matthew Bovee from the news. Um, hold on. Let's see if we can get this up. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I'm pretty happy it's over. Let's move on. Were you surprised at the level of the intensity of the crowd? The the loudest I've heard this place ever. <laughs> really? After, after, uh, it only took seven years of me leaving for them to, uh, get into the game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was mixed, uh, you know, it was a nice tribute and, uh, you know, um, there was plenty of people here that were supporting me, and there was plenty of people here that were booing me. So uh, they must just be booing me because they wish I was still here. I don't know. Um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not the first kid to deal with it. So just move on, and uh, yeah, it was a tough game. You know, give them credit. they play hard. I'll yeah, say yeah, this. I'll, I'll say this. He sounds like somebody that's upset about the reaction. Um, I, I think maybe – sure. I think maybe he th- felt like the reaction was going to be a little bit better. I mean, I-, I I did hear during the tribute there were a lot more cheers than boos. Yeah, you definitely um, saw a lot of
1: people get out of their seats and
0: yeah, uh, you know. So I think that's a frustration frustration built into a loss with being booed as much as they were. So I mean, I'm not gonna I'm listen I'm not gonna make a huge judgment call. Uh, you know, we all get emotion. Like I, again, I I'm not a Jack Eichel hater. I love this team first and foremost. It doesn't matter who's playing on it. it. Doesn't matter who's wearing our jerseys. You know, as long as you're representing our team the way you should be, I'm a fan of you. So I put this team before Jack Eichel, obviously. With that being said, being somebody who's played sports for the majority of his life, I'm, I'm, he's that that's frustration with re, the reaction that maybe he wasn't expecting. I mean, I'm sure he expected some, some something like that coupled with a loss in his first game back in Buffalo. So, I mean, I'm not going to – I'll take it all with a grain of salt. Like, I just – I'm not going to burn him at the, at the stake because of that. I mean, whatever, man. Like, good luck in Vegas. You know, wish you the best. You know, I'm sure they'll have plenty of times to stick it, out, stick it to us in the future. So, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I
1: mean, it was definitely a little bit of a dig. It wasn't as – like the words in text alone, that's like a clear snub. But the tone in which he delivered it, it it's not as much of a dig as he was trying to. As it comes off, just no, no. The words he chooses, but also, uh, can he now be Jack? It is was it. It is what it is, Eichel. Uh, can we take that term away from Kyle Posso, who's no longer the "it is what it is" guy? <laughs> because uh, that—that—that's the response you. That's the response that you give when you uh, can't just say, what do you want me to say? We fucking suck tonight.
0: Yeah. I uh, I mean, you know, Kyle Akposo, what he's given to this team this year specifically, I mean, has really outweighed anything he's done before this as a Buffalo Sabre. 100%. 100%. And, you know, I'll be the first to admit, I'm not going to say that I was wrong about Akposo because I think that, you know, um, in the past, some of the things that he didn't contribute to the team or, you know, you you were expecting him to contribute to the team, whether maybe, you know, it was lacking because of injury or maybe motivation, I don't know. But it's night and day difference this year to previous years,
1: 100%. Oh, yeah, I um, absolutely agree with uh, Carson here. Carrie, was a goddamn beast tonight. How many shots? He, he had a lot right. of
0: shots. That, 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 shots. That's their fourth man. line. Their fourth line were grinding out the scoring chances all night.
1: All yeah, night. they were they were pretty high danger shots too. Like they weren't yeah. they weren't just little nothings that Craig could just easily cradle. Like, you know, he had to put some he had to put a little mustard on that to keep those dogs from uh mm. keep those dogs from turning. That was that was wild. You know, yeah. good, good for William Carrier. You know, it would have been funny if this became the William Carrier revenge game.
0: <laughs> yes. So I mean, obviously the next game we have, I believe, is it the Heritage Classic? I believe it is. The Heritage Classic. This yeah, I don't is think we Sunday. have anything until then. Yeah. Uh so that's a big game. And this is a big game to win going into that game. Buffalo's 0-2 in outdoor hockey games. So uh, you know, I attended both, unfortunately, and you know, had to sit through both losses, both to the Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I mean, maybe I don't I don't know. You know, Sunday's a few days away. Um I have Sundays and Mondays off. Maybe, maybe I'll take the drive to Hamilton. I don't know. Maybe I'll try and get tickets. I, uh, you know, I think it might be worth it. You know, just at, especially after this game, I mean, my juices are really flowing. I, uh, you know, starting to believe in this team. Hopefully, again, they can give an effort tonight that on Sunday, like they did tonight. And I said fans will show out. They really will. I, I feel like I, I feel like I want to real be one of the few that represents Buffalo in that game. So I'm thinking about it. I might, I might make the trip.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be fun to go, uh, you know, recently moved to New York. Uh, so I finally have my enhanced license so I can uh, hop over the border without my passport there. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we would also we would be facing a, a, a equally demoralized Maple Leafs mm-hmm. team who just had another rough go of it against the Arizona Coyotes of all teams. Like yeah. a week after we beat them, what was it, five one? Yeah, so, yeah. So like they're 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 feel like I feel like emotionally that team is in a tough spot and they're going to be coming out of, like firing on all cylinders. I think that's gonna. I think that would be a very entertaining game to be at. It yeah. could be a total smoke show and they could just obliterate us. But if nothing else, it will be, it will definitely be an entertaining game. Uh, hey NHL, when you have cool outdoor games like this. Talk about them more. I did not hear anything about the Heritage Classic once on this national broadcast. Yeah. One of the two teams playing in the Heritage Classic will be playing. Talk about it. Agreed. Like, come on. Why do these cool fucking special events if you're not going to make a big deal out of it? If you don't think it's a big deal, we're not going to think it's a big deal. We're not going to shell out the extra, like, 100-so dollars for tickets like come on now you know you want to um, make money
0: act like it's important agreed I uh like I said I I, I think that game is going to be a ton of fun to attend obviously it's gonna be overrun by Leafs fans I think the the Sabres presence there there but it'll probably be honestly like 70 to 30s 85 or 75 25 something like that or 70 30 or 75 25 Leaf fans, the Sabres fans. But I think I might want to I might want to try and be there for that because I think that I've been to the first two. Why not try and make it a third? you know, maybe I'll uh maybe I'll give a shot out the old Steve Dangle up there. Maybe he'll meet me up for a for, for a soda pop or something.
1: Well, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you have to it's gonna be more like twenty eighty yeah. because five percent of the crowd is just gonna be wearing those dangled navy jerseys for sure. You know, no question. Mm-hmm. I I was listening to their podcast and they thought it was a little bit ass backwards that somehow the game in Canada Buffalo is technically the home team, mm-hmm. which almost which both does and doesn't make sense because Hamilton is technically closer to Buffalo than Toronto. Yeah, but also it's in Canada. It seems strange choice, strange mm-hmm. choice. But yeah, it, it would be it would be fun if the uh, if the Dangle Navy was out and about full. Full effect, Steve Dangle in the wild, losing his mind. But man, Peter Morasic was swimming tonight. That was like that one goal that he let in on Olsen. Like, those were like the first three goals. Like, him and his crease are not friends. I don't know what's going on, man. But
0: yeah, so
1: that's that's wild.
0: Agreed. I, uh, and then, uh, you saw the, the was it the the the, the, the Nijoljivic, uh, oh, Nij- tonight? Oh, awesome.
1: oh, dude! He tried to
0: swat the swat a puck that was going wide, and, st- uh, oh, and then knocked God. it into his own net. That's that, a definite dang it.
1: Oh, that that poor kid. Yeah. And the funny thing is, when he was playing for the Capitals, he would blank us. Mm-hmm. He would, he he would he would play lights out against the Sabers. So oh. like. You know, it, it's like the same way that, like, Leaf fans sometimes trick themselves into believing Rasmus Ristolainen is a good defenseman because he would always just, mm-hmm. like, play just total shutdown, no bullshit hockey against the Leafs. Like, that was Nodeltkovic last season against the Sabres. Like, he was just, like, always on. And it's like, he's basically, he's still, like, I think he was a rookie then for sure. And he's, like, still technically considered a rookie now. I think he still technically meets Calder candidacy if I'm not mistaken, but yeah. Damn. What a, what a fall from grace.
0: I'm just okay. reading a lot of the comments here on, on Eichel's uh, post game. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I'll never, I'll never hate the guy. I just won't. Um, I get yesterday. He said there's no bitter feelings. And then, you know, obviously coming out feeling a little salty, Um. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's hard, sorry. For, me, it's hard for me. It's hard for me not to criticize him, but it's hard for me because I get it, man. You were booed a lot tonight. You were probably booed more than any returning Sabers player ever. Like straight up, he was without a doubt.
1: I I don't think there was a single instance that anyone did not know when he was on the ice, and the second yeah. he got near the puck, yeah, full like,
0: yeah, that right, was the yeah. level
1: of booing. Because I was at the Avalanche game. Yeah. When I Dali- hate the
0: comments. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I hate the comments. I But I understand the comments also. I under, yeah. I hate them, but I understand them. So. But,
1: yeah, it, it was that level of booing when Darlene got taken out behind the play. And then, you know, they score the game-winning goal on that mm-hmm. nonsense non-call. It was that level of booing at Eichel all night. Agreed. And it was like – that was – And that was probably like a couple thousand less people at that avalanche game. And that was a Saturday afternoon. That was a great game, by the way. I'm really glad I made it to that. It was the one time I didn't wear a hat to a game and T.H. Thompson gets a hat trick. I grabbed my head and I had nothing to throw. I was so mad. I was like, ah, I just got a haircut and I wanted to do something stupid with my little hairs. And I did. And I didn't have a hat. And I was a chump. And I lost. It was the worst. But the best because T.H. Thompson got a hat trick.
0: So like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm serious I'm, I guess I'm like trying to really take in everything. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to take it all in and really like, you know, it, it, you know the, it's a really, really fucking shitty thing for Jack to say. It is. It's, it's shitty. I understand it though, but it's still shitty. Um, I guess I've never been in a situation where I've literally been booed. The entire time I was playing or doing my job, essentially, um, so like I can't put myself in his shoes, and not to mention it was like you know however many fans were there. I think the number was like it was over twelve thousand fans tonight. So probably probably it was there was a, a lot of people there booing, um, a awful lot of people there booing. Yeah, a lot of people there booing. Um, so I don't know. I just uh. You just don't say that, man. You just, you just don't say it. I, I get that you're bitter. I understand. I understand the frustration. And it's coming off of a loss and a game you really, really wanted. And you really wanted to perform well. I think a lot of people expected Jack Eichel to score one or two goals tonight. 100%. We all see how Jack used to show up against Toronto and really show out when his juices were flowing in those games. You expected the same player maybe tonight. Uh, but I, I, just, I hate the comments, man. I hate it. Like, I'm not going to scream and yell about it, but... um, But I get it. I get it. Like
1: Yeah. Counter counter argument. Uh one of one of our I'm not sure if he's uh been on the program, but uh Jeff on Twitter he uh super he made a fucking uh Scott Tennerman crying post with Jack (laughs) Eichel's face on it and the rest of the team behind it. I saw that one. Jeez, what a little crybaby. You know, life hard and everything, kid, but you don't have to be such a fucking crybaby about it. Little (laughs) crybaby. Oh my god. I wish uh x j d m m a x just go find him he's fucking hilarious he's he's always got fire
0: sabers memes yeah i, saw, I, I know exactly who you're talking about he got more booze than ty domi walking into the building he's not you're not wrong you're not wrong i want to get jack off the back of my jerseys now um i wouldn't go that far man i i i, I don't know like I don't hate him. I just don't like, you're not going to get me to hate Jack Eichel. Like I hate the comments. Don't get me wrong. I fucking hate them. And they were uncalled for, but I understand the frustration of losing that game. And then having a fucking microphone shoved in your face right after it's like, well, you know, (laughs) they booed me all game. They like, every time I touched the puck, they booed me during my tribute video. They booed me. Like, like I get it. Like I get why you're salty. I get why you're bitter. Even though you said you wouldn't be better, but like
1: I'm gonna get booed to my car. I'm gonna get booed in yeah, the hotel room. I'm gonna get booed by the delivery guy who brings me my wings tonight. I'm just gonna get booed.
0: Uh probably Jack. But Brett... Uh, uh, actually, I don't know. Brett,
1: I don't know. Brett Hall might get Brett booed. Hall,
0: a but, I mean, Brett Hall. I mean, I, he, I
1: feel. I feel like if the crowd is 35 and over, it's Brett yeah, Hall by a mile. But every a modern like younger Sabres
0: the thing is brett hall didn't do anything wrong he, it shouldn't have been a goal but like it's not for like the,
1: yeah for the era technically yeah, like, he didn't do anything like
0: right. like he, he the puck was there and he shot the puck into the net and it just so happened his foot was in the crease if you're going to boo anybody there boo the nhl like boo 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 the officiating that game that didn't that didn't get the call right but
1: but Dwayne, we have to respect the referees they know the rules and yes, we're, we're, the rules. We're, we're we're just plebs we we, yeah. we don't know how this goes we don't know the rules they they were straight they, they get paid money to know the rules we we, we just yell at canvas about like I, said, this
0: I hate the comments i really really do um I think he should have taken a breath and tried to like collect himself and like kind of you know read the room I don't know but i understand it though because it's like we're all bitter after a loss like that we're all you' you're there isn't gonna be a person who's ever played a competitive sport that's not gonna feel bitter. He just shouldn't have voiced it. He shouldn't have done that. He should have been more professional. You know, you know, be the, you know, as your parents always say, be the be be the bigger person, be bigger than the fans booing you and just go out there and say, yeah, they were passionate. They, you know, they showed out, Um, you know, did I enjoy the booing? No, who would, but you know, you know, they were, it's a passionate fan base. So I don't like the shots. I don't, I don't, but I understand that you're frustrated and you're bitter and you wanted to win that badly. I, 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 he's, that's probably the most he's probably wanted to win a game in a few years. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a big statement game. Uh, you know, but, uh, I mean, I don't think he could have said anything that wasn't going to be met with criticism. Like, literally all eyes were on him tonight. Yeah. He would have had, he would have
0: had to have been a bit, a goody two shoes. Yeah. You know what I I mean? He would have had to like literally, like, toe the company line in terms of um
1: oh would have no it would have been nfl commissioner non-answers yeah. he wouldn't have said actual human words he would have just you know spat out a bunch you're of you're right he probably did not lose
0: he probably lost a lot of money tonight uh not putting up any points <laughs> and I'm not getting the win that's a fact uh yeah, when, you your, when you come back and play the first time you come back and play your team that's a thing. Uh thoughts about eichel's comments after the game Uh, We just went over that. Um, I am not a fan. Not a fan at all. Um, I think it's uncalled for. Um, Like I said, kind of a a dickhead thing to do. But at the same time, being someone who's played hockey, who's played other sports, who's a competitor, I get it. You're frustrated and you're having, again, microphones and TV cameras shoved in your face right away. And that's your immediate reaction after literally getting booed all night. Like literally getting booed all night, wanting to win so badly, and then not winning, and not, you know, not contributing points-wise or goals-wise, and then having all of this shoved in your face, you're gonna get you're gonna get an emotional reaction, and that's what you got, you know. Um, I don't know how I mean, I, I've never been in that position. I don't know how I'm gonna react uh, being asked the questions he was asked after literally being booed all night. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it honestly would have been better if he just pulled a classic Tortorella and just came out. It's like, look, guys, I got nothing to say. You saw what happened. It was shit. Uh, I'm not doing this tonight. See ya. And just walked away. Which I, even that would have been met with ne- negative criticism. Like, you owe it to the feds. You deserve You have to say something. And it's like, but nah, that probably would have been the safest way to go about it. Just be like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. I came here to win. I failed. That fucking sucked. Yeah, I'm leaving. Good night. <laughs>
0: I'm sure this isn't the end That's of it like, We're going to yeah. hear more. We're going to hear more of this, I'm sure. Oh, of course. He's going to he, he's going to oh, get follow course. up. He's going to get I guarantee this is what's going to happen. He's going to get follow ups uh on, on his comments either tomorrow or at some point this week. And I guarantee you he he backpedals a little bit and says I was emotional and maybe maybe he throws an apology out there. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But uh I definitely this isn't the last we're going to hear of the comments. I think he's going to get asked uh, again, for sure. And I'm I, I don't know, Jack Eichel. I don't know, you know, how he's going to react or, you know, I don't know how he's, you know, I don't know the person per se, but, um, I would hope that maybe he would backpedal a little bit and just collect himself and be like, Hey, like they're a passionate fan base. I'm a passionate guy. I, I, I gotta, I want. I was out of line with what I said and I'm sorry, but you know, you know, put yourself and maybe, maybe put yourself in my shoes after getting booed for 60 straight minutes.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised we didn't boo wrist in
0: that much when he first came back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, I, I mean, again, that was more of like a good fucking riddance. I'm I'm very yeah. glad not which again, how they knew it was a snake and they still signed it to five million dollars for That's wild. Five point one million right.
0: per year for five years. That's insanity. I that wish is, I could be that bad at my job and make insanity. five
1: million a year doing it. Right. That's so. insane. But and again, he's going to be like the third-pairing dude when Ellis yeah. is back. Why? In what universe does that make sense if you want to build a winning yeah. club?
0: Right. I, I agree. Um, we, if we've Burl- we
1: losing for a decade and we finally dropped him, what makes you think he's yeah. the answer for you? Why? So... Oh God! I'm so glad I left Philly yeah. for so Chris
0: many reasons. Russel sucked too much to boo him, John. Again, here he's a professional. Should have thought before speaking. LOL. I agree. I, I said it before. I do agree. Um, but we're all listen. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend Jack Eichel. He shouldn't have said what he said. He shouldn't. He you know. He you know. As a, as a Sabers fan, I'm offended just like all of you. But I'm. I, <laughs> if I got booed for that, again, if I got booed for 60 straight minutes, man, even during some, even somewhat during my tribute video where I'm just trying to have a moment to appreciate the time I spent in Buffalo and I'm still getting booed. And then I lose that game on a turnover by me on an empty net, you know, <laughs> and I have cameras shoved in my face right away. Like, yeah, the frustrations are going to come out. And I think that's just being a human being too. Like, you know what I mean? Like find me, buy me a guy, you know, maybe one of every 10, you know, competitors who are u- u- uber competitive are not going to have an emotional response in that moment. And, you know, I hope that he backpedals, you know, if, cause this, again, this will come up again, but you shouldn't set it. It's a bad look for him. Um, and you just really gave a lot of Sabres fans a lot more ammo to hate you. So, mm-hmm. uh,
1: to yeah. that point, uh, let's, let's, uh, pull a few nice quotes from our young friend, Mr. Krebs. Uh, I want the best for Jack, but for me and Tucky, we want to do what's best for the best that we can for this organization. It was exciting. It's just one hockey game, but that one was nice. Uh, Peyton Krebs on scoring against his former team. That's something you dream of for sure. That was fun. Like, that's like, like, damn, like what a nice little kid, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you know. He he goes in just says I want what's best for Jack, you know, and I think th- I think that's exactly what you need. You don't want you don't need to be like trying to shoot down the career of anybody because you know how uh, easily an injury can sideline your whole trajectory, you know. No ill will. It's like you know, glad he's happy, but you know, me and Tuck got a job to do. We're here to do the best we can, and you know, tonight we did. You know, yep. you can't ask, you can't ask for a better ending for that. You know, I mean. You know, just a night and day situation between the yeah. uh, the Ryan O'Reilly return and the uh, Jack Eichel return. You know, I'm not saying we won the trade, but you know, it definitely it definitely hurts a lot less when the guys yeah. that show up, you know, seem like they actually want to be here. They're contributing. Everybody seems to be getting along. I love that Peyton Krebs and Dylan Cousins were playing together pretty routinely tonight. That get that gets me feeling some kind of way. I like that. I want more of that. And if that means Dylan cousin become a winger, honestly, I'm okay with it.
0: God damn. Peyton Krebs. woof What a kid. agreed. What a, what, a, what a tremendous young man. But uh, you know, with that being said, I want to wrap things up here. Uh, you know, no, close to 11. Stay up till midnight, Dwayne. No, I'm definitely not staying up till midnight. Um, you know, Dwayne's gotta get to bed and enjoy this win tomorrow. And obviously, you know, you're gonna this is not this is not the end of uh, what we're hearing in terms of the, the, the post post game comments from Jack Eichel, uh, you know, but, but uh, with that being said, uh, Steve, thanks for hopping on with me, bud. Yeah. Thanks for
1: having me as always, bud. I uh, hope you make it out to that uh, heritage classic. If you got the cheddar, if you got the
0: time, yeah, we'll see how much tickets cost. And, uh, uh,
1: could, you know, could be a lot, you know, not uh, now, now, uh, now there's going to be two winning teams in that barn this weekend, you know, got yeah, those, uh, those uh, division are they still division leaders? Or are they second place in their division, Toronto?
0: Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. I, I, they I think they might be second right now. I think Although they came they, back and won tonight, right?
1: I think they did, but yeah, yeah that was that was an interesting tilt <laughs> for sure. But
0: uh, again, thanks, Steve. Thanks for thanks for hopping on. Uh, this is another edition. Oh, no,
1: uh, Arizona won that one in overtime.
0: Arizona Just kidding! In overtime?
1: Yeah, Arizona tonight? won that in overtime tonight. <laughs> oh, I can't
0: wait to watch. Love that love oh, they're
1: third. They're third in the Atlantic. you are gonna have to I play, cannot, play Lightning. the
0: Lightning. <laughs> I cannot. wait. I cannot wait. I I Cannot it. wait to watch that. i uh, watch that LFR video. That's gonna be. That's gonna be great. Um yeah, that, yeah, we got We gotta go.
1: We gotta watch somebody yeah. lose their mind. Yeah. And it's that not
0: Jack. Said, this is another edition of uh I'll hang up and listen brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case, uh, where Jack Eichel will sure go to dr- drown his sorrows in a few adult beverages. Let's uh, be serious uh, <laughs> tomorrow. To um, I'm sure he'll be out about tonight, you know, you know, catching up with friends from Buffalo. But uh with that being said, uh, you know, what a win. Three one. Craig Anderson, win number three hundred. Uh congrats to him again. Couple clicks for Craig. And uh, you know, fuck Jack Eichel. Let's go, Sabres, and I'll hang up and listen. Peace. Hey everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies One Mike, a show where we give you a behind the mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now you might be thinking, Hey Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey?